Hello and welcome to the Temple Bar Tradfest podcast. I'm Ruth Smith. And I'm Kieran Hanrahan and we're coming to you from the Oliver Singen Gogarty pub in Temple Bar in Dublin and we're here with a very special mini episode. Join me as I go on a tour of the 900 year old crypts in St. Mickens Church which has hosted many Tradfest concerts during the years. Down below the main church, which seems all delicate and proper, there is a whole other chilling world. Join me, if you dare, now as we journey into this truly chilly place. Spooky. Upstairs, the church was rebuilt 300 years ago, but the crypt is original, 900 years old. And the mummies are in there. This conservation is natural. In the crypt, the temperature is constant, winter and summer. Secondly, it's very dry. Limestone absorbs humidity. And the land down underneath releases methane gas into the atmosphere. The three things together, temperature, dryness, and gas. Voila. To give you a little example, the coffin in against the right-hand wall is about 150, maybe 200 years old. So you can see the preservative quality. And the three figures across the front are about 400 years old. Again, the one to the right is female, but she's the most damaged, so she's anonymous. In the middle, male, he has no feet, and also no right hand. It sounds crazy, but I think the feet are simply, he's too tall. The hand is a bit of a problem. It seems to be punishment, but that would make him strange to be buried under the church. One possibility is that he reforms, maybe becomes a priest, or it's not punishment. Diseased, battle wound, accident. The third one to the left is again female, and she was said to have been a nun who lived to be over a hundred years old. It's worth looking again at her hands and feet. Very delicate fingers, fingernails, And if you pop your head over the gate, you see her toes and toenails virtually intact. The fourth one, in at the back, 800 years old, the Crusader. And one of the traditions of the Crusades is being buried with your feet crossed to indicate the crucifix. In his case, he's crossed at the thigh bones, the lower legs broken, pushed underneath. Again, he's too tall. Six foot six. It's tall today. 800 years ago, gigantic. But you do see evidence of his height if you look again at his hand. Not the first finger, which is broken. Try and get a look at the middle finger. It's incredibly long. Now, in this sort of time frame, being buried under the church was considered a great honor. And originally, only people associated with the church could be buried, priests and nuns. The man in the middle is a bit strange, but maybe the reformed criminal is correct. In more recent centuries, money. If the coffin to the right is 150 years old, 
400 in the middle to the left is somewhere between the two. Different style, different shape, different materials. So pick a number between 150 and 400. And at that stage, you are beginning to talk money. We have another crypt to visit. Before we go, we'll have a little look at this room. It sets us up a bit. Now, though the church is 900 years old, for 600 years it was the only parish church on this side of the river. The history of the city is on the other side. 350 years ago, the city begins to grow, and this part became rich, and those rich families were buried like this. The problem is, it would cost three or four years' wages to go in. But when you've paid, it's yours, and then all the next generations of your family can be buried after you. So this is what we see in part two. No mummies. Careful on the steps, we'll have a look at part two. The next one's more typical, so when we see this, you can imagine what's behind the other doors. Now, the obvious thing is this crypt is much bigger. <laughs> the wall that was at the end of the other crypt is relatively modern. And if we could get beyond that wall, I think we'd find something like this. Because it is a sacred burial place, we're not allowed to light up the rooms. This room does have a light, but we'll do this at the end for the finale. Couple of other little things to see first. This one here we'll have a look at. The thing to see here is the studded coffin on the bottom is not on the bottom. There's another one underneath, squashed. I think this is how the mummies were discovered. It's illegal to open coffins, so something accidental. Basically, the coffins were stacked up, collapsed, broke open. And when that happened, the best examples were placed together for exhibition. That's why they've ended up in that room. But originally, they weren't buried together. And all of that should mean the coffins that are not opened have mummies. Nobody knows. The one behind you is still used today. In through the gate, there are three recent burials, cremations. The last one was nine months ago. This is the only family that continue to be buried here. But any of these families could come today and use them again. It's not very likely, but it is legally possible. And that's part of the reason for not poking around too much. Technically, they're all... Active. A bit more visual. This family are the Lords of Leitrim, aristocrats. You can see that they are because some of the coffins have a crown. But the one at the front to the left, all on its own, is very simple. No crown. It contains Lord Leitrim III. He was killed, assassinated, in 1878. Nobody liked him, not even his own family. So they gave him a simple coffin. 
And not only that, when he was buried, the rest of the family disowned him. So although they do still exist, they've not been buried here since. That's why we are allowed to light up this one. This one's not active. So if he's the last, 1878, the others predate him. They'd go back 300 years. The strange thing is, in here we have the aristocrats at the other end for the finale. Now we can peep. The rebels! The important thing in this room is the date. The death date is the same in each case. 1798, famous date. And the mask at the back, Wolf Tone, famous name. French Revolution, United Irishmen. When the city expanded, because this was the only parish church this side of the river, everybody came here. Pretty soon there wasn't enough room for everybody, so two other churches grew out of this. Today they've both closed down, and some of the artefacts relating to those other churches came back here. One of those other churches is called St. Mary's. It's about 400 yards that way, back into town. And today St. Mary's is on the corner of Mary Street and Wolftown Street. That was Wolftown's church. That's from where the mask has come, and that's why we have it here. He was kicked out of the country because of his activities, and he ended up in France, so he asked them for help. They did send two expeditions, but neither were successful. So in 1798, the United Irishmen decided to go ahead without France, and there was a meeting at the house of Oliver Bond, who is another name associated with this date. He's buried outside in the cemetery. At the meeting, there was a spy. The leaders were all arrested. And after all that, these brothers took over, John and Henry Shears. There was another spy. The brothers were arrested. And this document is a copy of their execution order. If you use these blobs as your guide, this is the important part, each of them be hanged by the neck, but not until they be dead. For whilst they are yet alive, they are to be taken down. Their entrails are to be taken out of their body. And whilst they are yet alive, they are to be burned in front of their faces. Then their heads were cut off and their bodies divided into four quarters. In public, in case you're thinking of having your own revolution next week. There's a little irony to it. The execution was carried out on the 14th of July. Bastille Day. By Bastille Day, the whole thing's finished. Unsuccessfully. A month later, the French turn up. Too late. Wolf Tone comes home in the autumn of 98. He was arrested, sentenced for the same execution. In prison, he cut his own throat. And that's why we don't speak French. Alors, Kieran. <laughs> that has me shivered right to the bone. I'm so glad you came back and in one piece after that as well. And what does it say about me that I speak French? What do you think? That you could have spoken French only for all those goings on. But I must say, it's a most incredible place, the crypt there in St. Mickens. 
I couldn't get over it, actually. I thought it'd be sort of echoey sounds and all of that. No, the sound just disappears into the wall and into those crypts that are there. It's quite eerie, I suppose, in a lot of senses. Deathly and silence, almost. There is that yeah. deathly silence, as you put it, but it's absolutely a place of rest as well and a place of respect. Absolutely. Well, that is all the time we have in our Halloween spooky spectacular, but we're going to be back on Monday with a full show. Before we go, I want to remind you that there's so much happening at Tradfest 2020, so check out tradfest.ie to find your favourite gig before it sells out. Until next week's episode of Temple Bar Tradfest podcast from the Oliver St. John Gogarty pub in Temple Bar in Dublin. He's I'm Kieran Hanrahan, Hanrahan and, and she's Ruth, Ruth Smith. Smith. Thanks a million. Slán! Feel the air Beautiful